What's going on, film family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. You are now listening to the Film Frequency Podcast, hosted by your professionally unprofessional film critics, the Film Bros. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Film Frequency. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by my brother, the prodigal one, uh, Mr. <laughs> I, almost said, I almost called you the thick teddy bear, but we're joined. Big teddy bear? You're taking our friendship to a whole different level, bro. <laughs> I have my wife hunting your ass. Oh shit! No, I don't want that. I seem I do. I don't want no drama. What's going on though, bro? What's going on, bro? Just another day, another dollar. You know how it is. Another day, another dollar. Well, we are here this this day to review Training Day, which is a 2001 film. So this is a retro review from gonna one fight. Of the, from one of the <laughs> best actors uh, in history, and that is Denzel Washington. I will do anything you want me to do. Will you? We'll see. If I was a dealer, you'd be dead by now. <laughs> they build jails because of me. Judges have handed out over 15,000 man years of incarceration time based on my investigation. You got today and today only to show me who and what you're made of. You hear me? That's it. That's what I'm talking about. The first day on the job, you hit a $3 million seizure. Police officer! Get away from the girl! No, no, no. We're not racking up arrests today. You let him go. Is right? that I not mean, justice? That's street justice. What's wrong with street justice? Oh, what? Just let the animals wipe themselves out. God willing. You can't be like this. Open your eyes. Can't you see? Police, we got a search warrant. Bro. What's your opinion on this film, man? I guess, we, I guess, like, overall, I don't know how to hop in. Like, always with retro reviews is weird because... You know, you don't want to do a breakdown of the plot because most people know it or whatever. I, I feel like people want to just hear us get right into it. But I guess we got to set it up a little I'm bit. I'm going to quote, to answer your question, how do we get into it? I'm going to quote my brother, CEO Hayes. <laughs> Straight in, no Vaseline. <laughs> that sounds like something I say. But yeah, man. So uh, this film, man, uh, Denzel Washington, which uh, he won an award for this movie. What He won the Academy Award for Best Actor, which. Of all the roles, this is the one he wanted from. This was a little bit of a different role for Denzel Washington because we're not used to seeing him in the antagonist role. I don't call him a straight out villain because I don't think I wouldn't label him an outright villain, but he was definitely the antagonist in this movie, co-starring with Ethan Hawke, who is a great actor, in my opinion. I think he's really slept on and underrated. What did you make of this uh, this whole setup, bro? For me, probably Denzel's best performance ever. Um, I, I know we're going to disagree on it. I know we're going to disagree on it. But, you know, he won an award. Uh, he won an Oscar. A, a lot of people pro- don't. For some reason, there's a misconception. This was the first time he won an Oscar um, for lead actor. But he actually won one for Glory as well, okay. um, which was that Civil War movie, I think, in like 89, I want to say 90, maybe. Okay. But, uh, one of his early you know, the. the yeah, the, the movie did good. I mean, um, Denzel got lead role nominations on the th- big three, SAG Awards, Oscars, and uh, Golden Globes. He won the Oscars. Um, 
and Ethan Hawke actually got the same thing. He he got nominated in I think two of those three for like a supporting roles. So the movie definitely definitely did well. Um, again, I think one of Denzel's best performances ever. Yeah. Uh, I, and by the way, how the hell can you say he was not a villain? What more does someone have to do to be considered a villain in your eyes? Man, my, my thing, that's why I say antagonist versus villain. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing. When I look at villains specifically, I look, I think of like, like the Joker is a villain. Thanos was a villain. Uh, Like I look at these villains who like have these outwardly just overall evil, super evil plots. Denzel just wanted to get paid. That's all that it came down to. He wanted to get money. So he was more of an antagonist that like if, if Ethan's Hawk, Ethan Hawk's character was not in this movie, let's say they took that character out and we just followed Denzel Washington. He would be like an anti-hero. He wouldn't be a straight up villain. We wouldn't label him a villain. I don't think. I think so, because look at the things that he did. Uh, if he didn't... Okay, I think the point that I think he crossed over from being a guy that just wants to get paid to a villain... Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he got he got Ethan Hawke's character high. I don't consider that a villain thing. Exactly. Um, that's more psychological. The point, the crossover for me was when he got Roger, when he killed Roger. This is supposed to be his mentor, the guy that brought him into the game, that taught him the game, and he killed him. That I know he killed him for money, right? Mm-hmm. But... That that's the villain inside of him coming out. Okay, I can actually agree with that. I can agree with that. So now, if you take out that, if you take that out, mm-hmm. everything else is like you said. He's just trying to get paid. He's a crooked cop. Yeah, but that I think that is what 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 makes the difference. All right, fair enough. I can I can I can agree with that. I can attest to that. But you say so. This is my thing, and this is where we're going to differ. And I guess we're just going to go ahead and get into. It. You say this is one of Denzel's best roles, right? And I get that to a degree, and here's why. Denzel pretty much plays the same character in every goddamn movie. This is one. What? Bro, Denzel is the same character in every movie, basically. He plays it so great, and I'm not taking away from him being a great actor, but primarily, in most of his big roles, he's variations of the same fucking person, bro. So he was the same character in this as in Philadelphia or as in. This is one that he's not. So this, this, Philadelphia. Um, John Q, uh, Roman J. Israel, are 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 standout. They're different from the rest. No, John Q. He's still pretty much just Denzel Washington in that movie. If you look at like when he's interacting with the doctors and everything, he's he's just fucking Denzel. He's the same Denzel. And even even in fucking um, what's the movie that I'm thinking about? Uh, uh, goddamn American Gangster. He's just Denzel Washington, bro. So what are you trying to say? Denzel can't act? No, I'm not saying that he. I, I'm not even saying that because when Denzel is put in a in a in a, it's because he's black, it's, right? No, no. It's when somebody writes a different character for Denzel Washington, it it does come out different. I think that it's. I think that people start writing roles for Denzel with Denzel in mind, some of his iconic roles, and sure. they just they the the writers pigeonhole pigeonhole him into the into the same um into the same character, not him. Denzel is a great actor. And I really think that. Denzel and this is like when he picked like Roman J Israel even Fences to a degree it was able to he was able to act in, in a different role and I think he responds to that very well I think that it's the writers that fail him they look at oh we're getting Denzel Washington and we're going to write this like the last character that we saw that inspired us from Denzel Washington so it's not him it's the writers that I think have failed him when he's given a different character he always accepts flight flight he was he was a little bit different than than the, the rest of Denzel's character so it's not just it's not him. I don't put it. I don't blame him for that. I think it's just the writing, in my opinion. But being that he's different in this role versus, and I, I agree with you 100%. Actually, a lot of the a lot of his roles you look at, he's the same person. Not every role, but a lot of them you can group together. I agree with that 100%. But being that this one was so far 
from the other ones. Isn't that what kind of makes it great? Yes and no. So his acting in this, like he 100% deserved the role that he got. Like it's not, it's not him. When I say the overall, the movie, I'm this movie was just a straightforward ass movie to me. There wasn't much special about it. Like it, it other than other than us seeing Denzel in a different role, if you will replace and I, you can say that for most movies, if you replace yeah, the main I was about character to say. with a different one. But the 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 over the bones of this story, the script of this movie is 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 boring to me. I don't I don't know. I think but here's the thing. And you, you actually said it. If you take out Denzel the movie's crap, but we can say the same thing. Wolf of Wall Street, one of my favorite movies of all time. I think I when we did our rankings for top movies of the decade, I ranked that number one. Mm-hmm. You take Leonardo DiCaprio out of that movie, what do you got? See, Imagine no, I taking, still think you have an interesting look on the world of Wall Street. I think it's it's interesting. If you have enough. the right character. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's what I go off character versus a, a performance. So, for example, Heath Ledger's performance in Joker elevated that that role, right? Otherwise, it could it could have, it could have fell. But overall, that movie just the 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 script of that movie would have been a very interesting detective movie, if nothing left. Yes, Heath Ledger was able to elevate that character, but that script was enough to still be a solid movie. When we're looking at Training Day, in my opinion, because I know this, I'm I'm on the outskirts here. Not everyone's going to agree with me, but when you look at Training Day, the it had to have a if if it wasn't for a Denzel stepping in this movie, no one would have gave a fuck about it. You know, not more and more you're talking about it. I, I have to actually agree with you. Uh, yeah, you're right because if you put, I'm trying to think like, hey, if you put in another actor, mm-hmm. if you'll if the movie would have got the same response, because now we're talking straight story, and I don't think it would have got the same response, even with Denzel. I think the reason why it got a response is because it was Denzel, not because of his performance, but it was because we, we were not used to seeing Denzel in this type of role as, yeah. as like a bad guy. Exactly. So it was, it was Denzel as a heel to, to lend up for a wrestling term. And I think that's what made people be like, whoa, like, you know, even like how many different, even like rap songs, you're, you know, you're a rap head, you're a hip hop head. I mean, a lot of people sung about it. Yeah. I, I forgot which, which song was it? Was it, was it JC or Kanye where they were like, um, um, oh shit, I forgot the line now. Oh, crap. Denzel had to be crooked to get an Oscar or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I yeah so yeah. I mean, it was different for him, you know what I mean? But we can't say, we can say without him, the movie would have been shit. But the bottom line is, he was in the movie, and because he was in the movie, he 100% elevated the movie. Yeah, I mean, he had to, right? Like, it was, it was, it like you, you needed a Denzel Washington for this film, period, point blank. To his credit, like the, there's a lot of scripts in Hollywood that if you look at just the scripts you, and it, it would be like, all right, this is like a Netflix this is straight to streaming. But depending on who you cast in these roles and even, even Ethan Hawke, I think Denzel, he gets overshadowed, of course, because he was acting next to Denzel flipping Washington. But Ethan Hawke did really good in this movie as well. What do you think about his, his yeah, portrayal? Yeah, I was about to ask you, actually, what do you feel about his performance? And um. To be honest with you, I, I'm trying to think in my head. I haven't seen tons of Ethan Hawke movies. Mm. Um, I've probably seen maybe three or four. And probably I would say this is probably one of his better ones. I honestly don't remember what else I've seen. I know I've seen other stuff. Uh, I can't, I'm can't. i trying to remember, but I can't remember. But, I mean, he was good at this. And, I, again, he got nominated, again, in um, Oscars and uh, in the Golden not the Golden Globes, but the Oscars and SAG Awards. So his performance, I think his performance is good. It's so hard when you're sitting next to someone like a Denzel Washington yeah. where you know he's just going to – Steal the spotlight. Not even steal it, but he owns the spotlight. Yeah, so I mean, you're acting next to Denzel flipping Washington. Like at that point, it's like all you can do is you can hope 
to not completely be overshadowed to the point where people are just looking like, hey, like you you suck. Like, um, but Ethan Hawke, like I said, I really think Ethan Hawke is an underrated actor. He hasn't had any, at least not to my knowledge, like like huge roles that make him a household name other than people just are used to seeing him because he's been around so long. But Ethan Hawke really, I think the the way that his role was written, he was supposed to be more reserved, of course, because he he was our entryway into this world and figuring out what was going on. Sure. But, um, he did a great job of it, in my opinion. Yeah, and actually, uh, when this was written, it was written in the mind of trying to get him to play the role. And I think at the time... He was unavailable or something. He was doing something else, and then they ended up getting, Then they looked at actually they looked at um, Eminem to play this role, and at the time Eminem was what? busy with yeah. At the time Eminem had already given the okay to do Eight Mile, so um, Eminem couldn't do it. And they looked at like uh, there was like a multitude of different people they looked for because mm-hmm. after Ethan Hawke said he couldn't do it, they were like scrambling. And then finally Ethan Hawke was like, "They'll be you know he'll be able to do it." Same thing with Alonzo Denzel's character. They, I don't necessarily think Denzel was the first choice. I think they looked at quite a few different people, mm-hmm. and then and then I'm going with Denzel, and it worked out. I wonder who, like, who else they looked at at cat. So if we're saying that Denzel wasn't the first choice in this, what sure. other actor would you have liked to see in this role playing this character that you thought could have done good? Damn man, that's hard, bro. Like, you know, there's some roles where you can't see anybody but the person that played. I feel like this is one of them. Um, I don't really know, man. You, okay, so just just to give, just to answer your question a little bit, some other people because I have a list up here. Some other people that was considered, Toby Maguire was considered for for Ethan Hawke's role, Jake Hoyt. Um, in addition to that, they had uh, who else did they have? Um, just going through this real quick. Eminem, which I told you, Jake Hoyt. Um, I'm trying to see who else. Matt Damon was considered for Jake Hoyt. Samuel Jackson was conf- considered for freaking um, but I don't think He's Samuel Jackson could have played this character though, bro. It would have been it would have been completely different. So it would yeah, not have, I think it would have been more funny. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the 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 same role that Denzel was able to bring, but it definitely would have been a a solid role as well. So I I could see Samuel Jackson. Doing Bruce that Willis was Bruce offered Willis. the role. Okay. Um, as as Alonzo. Um, who else was it? Um, I believe that's all that this thing says. But yeah, Christian Bale was off the role of Jake Hoyt. These people, like I... Mark Wahlberg, was offered the role of Jake Hoyt. What? They offered a lot. Gary Sinise and Tom Sizemore. Uh, oh my God, were offered the role of Alonzo. What? Imagine if Gary Sinise played Alonzo. We wouldn't even be having this podcast right now. Oh no, like that motherfucker is like. <laughs> that is funny, man. But. And, and that just goes like there's probably more of that in Hollywood than than we realize, like of people who are, are looked at for these roles and thank God they turned them down. It's just like uh, the guy who was originally uh, Dungaree Scott, uh, who was originally supposed to play uh, Wolverine. He had another movie to do and then they end up doing Hugh Jackman. Like, could you just imagine how different the world would be if Hugh Jackman didn't wasn't the one to play Wolverine? So oh, my God. You look at Hugh Jackman. I mean, he don't get me wrong. Hugh Jackman has done some other good, really good stuff. Yeah. But you look at Hugh Jackman like that's Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was his first major role. Like, even though he's done, he has done good stuff other than X Men. But that stuff wouldn't have come if it wasn't for Wolverine. Absolutely agree yeah. with you. Yeah, but overall, so let's 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 start. We so we talked about the characters. Sure. Um, let's talk about the plot of the movie. I know I touched on it a little bit. I I for one think that without Denzel being the one to carry this, the plot of this movie would have just been almost straight to DVD. There are tons of straight to DVD movies 
kind of like this uh, that I think if you didn't have this these level of actors that this would have been. What do you think about the story? I mean, the story is how many times have we seen stories like this? Crooked yeah. Cop. This is they're not reinventing the wheel here. Uh, this went theatrical. Why theatrical? Because of who's in the movie. Um, you know, again, Ethan Hawke and, and, and Denzel. You you put you take those two on. You put two B you know quote unquote B rated stars. Mm-hmm. This is direct to DVD, like you said, or in this day and age, like you know, directly to like Netflix, like streaming or something like that. Um, but again, we can't really talk about that because they do, it does have Ethan Hawke and it does have Denzel Washington. So, with that being said what they were given it, it, it was a good script and i mean i think at least it was a good script it, it followed a, 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 a cop that's crooked it followed a, 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 a innocent cop and them having you know jay coy trying to do the right thing ethan Hawke trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. and denzel trying to turn him crooked as well yeah. and then you have the overlying story the subplot of denzel needs to come up with a million dollars or the russians are going to kill him mm-hmm. before this day is over yeah i mean it, it... It sets up tension. That's one thing that this plot does regardless. Like, regardless if it would have been a a theater, theatrical release level movie or not, if it wasn't for Denzel, overall, the, the, the tension that's built in this movie because of the things you named are pretty decent. Like, I'm not saying that this is just a terrible, the plot is just completely terrible. I just think it's nothing to write home about without the performances that we got. I think that um, I would have maybe... And, and I think they even talked about doing this before, like doing either a sequel or a prequel, with different characters. Like, I, I feel like this would have been I'm trying to think of how I want to word this. If this would have been the sequel, imagine this as a sequel to a movie where we get Denzel becoming a cop. And then like the sequel is 10 years later and now he's crooked. I think it would have been a little bit better if we would have set up like him becoming a rookie and like the Russians a little bit there. And, you know, they're they're going after they have some cops, cops on the take and Denzel's like that would never be me. And then this is the sequel to it. It would have been a better movie. And I know I always throw out like weird ass uh, thoughts about movies there, but that's just what my brain goes to with stuff like this. I think they could easily if they wanted to, they could probably do a prequel out of this movie mm-hmm. on 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 um, Denzel's come up. And when he turns crooked, because um, they kind of did the same thing with if you think about it, Carlito's way. Yeah, um, yeah, true, you know, true. they, they kind of did so- something along the same line so they could do it. And actually, when I was just doing some research on this, there was a scene in the movie. It's a deleted scene, though, where it sh- I don't know if they, it was a flashback or they just tell the story mm-hmm. of when Denzel actually became crooked. It was like he was he was literally three weeks in on the job and uh, they went somewhere. I don't remember the full story, but they, for whatever reason, they cut that out of the you know, that was on the cutting room floor of when he became because he started as just like Jake Hoyt, uh, Ethan Hawke's character as a straight cop. And then like three weeks in something happened and, you know, things kind of changed. But um, again, the one thing we can I can say about this movie, regardless of, the, you know, the, the story's not strong. Denzel's performance carries it from beginning until end. The whole two hours or whatever the runtime in is on this carried it the whole way. I mean, I always love when you talk about one-liners and famous quotes. Mm-hmm. Scarface is always like my go-to. I quote. I can name almost every single thing on that. But I never realized there's a lot of great quotes off this movie, mainly all from Denzel Washington. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, it it me. I hate it when I when I'm hard on movies that I know people love, but it's just honestly like I just Denzel doesn't isn't doing it to me to the point where it's just like it, it gets a complete pass for me. It's a good movie. It's a solid watch. Um, what do you think about Ethan Hawke's character putting it all together? Like when he starts realizing what's happening, even with him, like getting the drugs at the beginning um what do you what, what did you make about like the development there I, I don't think using it saying that it was a twist is too hard of a word it's not it's not it wasn't meant as a twist or anything right it's just that 
more of like a reveal, like, hey, he gave you these drugs because if anything goes down, he can point the finger at you. Right. But I think from early on, you kind of knew where this was going. Um, from super early on, you knew like Denzel's going to be the crooked one just by the way he what he was doing. And and you knew like Ethan Hawke was like the new guy. He He's not a new cop, but he's new into narcotics. Day one in narcotics. So. They did a good job of doing that. Like you said, it wasn't really a twist. It was more sort of like a... I don't even know if it was really even a reveal because from from minute one, you knew Den- what the type of person Denzel was. Just by... when they, I remember when they were in the diner, when they first met there in the diner. And uh, he's like, listen, he, Denzel's telling him, like, tell me a story. Like, I'm reading a newspaper. I read this shit for entertainment. You're screwing this up for me. You keep interrupting me. So now you entertain me. Tell me a story. And... He's like, he's, you know, Ethan Hawke is telling the story about like, you know, he was with a training officer. It's a female. And the first thing that goes is like, oh, you fucker. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was it, and, and he's like, and, and he's like, wait, what? And he's like, I, I Ethan was like, I got a wife, and and Denzel's like, yeah, but you got a dick. So from right there, you do like, okay, he's not gonna be like this straight. Like he has this kind of swag about him, but you didn't necessarily knew he was crooked right away. And then like literally ten minutes into the movie, after that, you find out, you know, he's a crooked guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. I I I enjoy it for what it was, for what this movie is. But I just think, I just think it gets it gets too much notice that it doesn't deserve, man. That's just my opinion. Well, Denzel says, "Fuck you, then." Fuck Denzel, man. I don't give <laughs> now, how about how about them some small cameos from some pretty big time people that would later become big time people, Ava Mendez and even Terry Crews is in this. I don't even know if you caught that, but. He's, he is. You're right. You're right. You know, like at the end when yeah. Denzel, when Denzel's like in the hood and um, he's just talking. He's like, yo, when he when he did that famous um, um, King putting, Kong has I'm putting cases shit on, on me. all you motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, Terry Cruz is like right there in his yeah, same yeah, freaking yeah. tank top. That I feel like he has two thousand of those tank tops because he's always wearing them shit. And as a matter of fact, that King Kong line, that where he go, where Denzel goes, King 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 Kong doesn't have shit on me. That was actually an improv line, believe it or not. Ad libbed. That's what's up. But it's it's Denzel. It's what, that, it's what Denzel does. This it that is. And, true. Oh, I for, also I forgot Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, both of them in this as well. Yep, Snoop Dogg, uh, who hadn't been in many movies at that point. Um, him popping up with contacts is is fucking weird as as ever. Uh, but you know, I mean, you do what you do. <laughs> I think the first movie I ever saw with Snoop Dogg. It might be the only other movie I actually seen with Snoop Dogg. Was uh, you ever seen uh, this movie called? It was either called Car Wash or Wash. I want to say it was Wash. Yeah, the Wash. With him, with the Wash, right? With him Trey. and Trey. Yeah. yeah. Oh pops shit. Up as the crazy white boy. So, yeah, yeah. So funny, bro. But yeah, um, I haven't seen Snoop Dogg in too many roles, but I, I, he was in a short little role here. I liked him. Dre played one of the um, Dr. Dre played one of the crooked cops in uh, in Denzel's team. So got some cameos out of this one too. Ava Mendez is like, I don't even know if she had did anything big prior to this. Not to my knowledge, this was like one of her first like like major roles, even though it was a small role. Yeah, and she's 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 like non-existent at this point too. Yeah, because I mean the first and I, I could be way off on this, but one of the first major roles I saw her in uh, that I can remember is Too Fast, Too Furious. Um, she I, was I, in that one. She hasn't popped up in any of the other movies at this point either. You mean in the Fast and Furious movies? Yeah, yeah. She just no. hasn't, she hasn't Which been is, in the series. That, like it, when a series crazy. that's literally brought back everyone in some type of role. She's just, I wonder I wonder what she did. Or what she didn't do. 
Was Harvey Weinstein involved in uh, Fast and Furious at all? Uh, Who stop. knows? <laughs> this podcast is going a totally different direction. But all right. So I think we talk. Is there anything left with the movie specifically that you want to talk about? I know we didn't get into box office. So what's the box office? Uh, uh, for I, I actually actually did not get the box office. Um, let me go ahead and get that for you. Oh, actually, I think I might have it up. Well, let's 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 go ahead. Since I'm not neither of us know, let's go ahead and take a guess. I know we'll look it up now either. Um. So I I don't know the budget. So I don't I don't know. If I had a guess, I'd probably say just off like how big Worldwide. of a movie it is, 250, $250 million. I haven't looked yet, but I, I would say that's, well, this movie came out in 2001, I think, or 2002. I don't know if movies were pulling those kind of numbers back You're right. then. You're right. So I'm going to guess $105 million. Okay. That I may be way freaking off, though. Oh, this can't be right. Bro, you, you fucking looked that shit up. I just brought it up. $104.5 million on a $45 no, no, million budget. I swear to God. But for a second, I thought I was tripping. I thought that shit said, when I said this can't be right, for a second, I thought that shit said 104000 I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no way, bro. Yeah, No, way no way I swear to God, I didn't look it up. What did I say? I don't even know what I said. $105 million? million, yeah. So no, 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 I swear to God. I on a $45 million budget. And you know what? It's funny that we, because like, what was the movie, the last movie that we reviewed, the last movie that we talked about? Um, Coffee and Cream? No, 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 no. On the on the Keeping It Real, because we talked about budgets, and I said that something was like a box office bomb, and you said, and we looked it up, and it wasn't. Um, it just didn't. Oh move. right. Um. Uh. Keep talking. I'll remember. It was. Yeah. We we did it on the last Keeping It Real. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head, but uh, that movie had more of a profit than what it looks like this movie did, and people just act like it was it was a fucking bomb. So, uh, that's crazy. A forty five million dollar budget, hundred and five million basically, hundred four point five. That's crazy, man. That that is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, what is that? Sixty about sixty million. Yeah. But again, we're talking two thousand one dollars as well. True. I don't know how that equates to, um, and also the mo- like the, the two top guys in the movie got like nominations out the ass during award season. So I'm sure it was probably one of the top movies um, for that particular year. Yeah, and that would have been that would have been like at the passing of the guard between VHS and DVD. So I wonder what like the 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 home video, the home DVD sales would have been on that too. They they they've made they made more than their money back. VHS, there's probably so many people out there. Well, not so many, but some kids be like, "What the hell is VHS?" Exactly. But I mean, 2000 still still new people were still buying new movies on VHS around that time. Absolutely. Everyone had, hadn't converted. Matter of fact, I I think people were still buying like of course DVDs were more popular uh than than VHS etched VHS is by the end of it, but I really think VHS didn't go completely out into like Blu-ray. No, you're 100% right because Blu-ray wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah. In, uh, that I can remember. I know DVDs were still, DVD was making the push. They were overtaking VHS at that point. Yeah. So yeah, um, absolutely. Like the whole laser disc thing, the, um, the DVDs, um, CDs, uh, you know, cassettes were, by this time, cassettes were like pretty much non-existent at that point. So yeah, um, I, I I do want to. I, I had you know on the uh, on the film frequency Facebook page, I did go ahead and you know tell people we're going to be reviewing this and ask people to go ahead and give some thoughts. So I want to go ahead and just share some of those thoughts. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and just go down the list. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Star, <coughs> one of my good friends, basically uh, mentioned. You know, I asked him what do they think about the movie. He goes classic. Movie portrayed the effery, the eff, the effery. Movie portrayed the effery in the crooked cop world. Felt real, especially when Ethan Hawke was about to get clapped by the Mexicans. That shit was crazy. We didn't really talk about that scene, but what was your take on that scene with the Mexicans? 
Wonder like, yo, you ever got you ever got your shit pushed in? <laughs> I mean, that was it was a solid scene. I wouldn't say it didn't stick with me because I almost didn't remember it till you just brought it up. Yeah, it's true. The one, the only thing that that I remember off that scene is there's this one dude, and I, if you think I'm lying, I welcome anybody to go on IMDb. I, I'm assuming the one of the Spanish guys, uh, the Mexican guys in this scene. I'm assuming his name was Hector mm-hmm. in the um in the movie, only because if you look at this guy's IMDb, he plays the same character in everything. He was also in an episode or so two of like, Breaking Bad. Like Hold up. But his name is Hector in every single one of them. <laughs> like he literally, like he literally has like 10 roles where he's like Hector, 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 the same exact thing. Um, anyway, just moving down. Our good friend, Gerald Cooper, uh, left a comment. Um, basically he said it's a B and he kind of, this is kind of what we're talking about. It's a B minus movie elevated to an A plus by Denzel's performance. Exactly. Which is basically what we were saying. Put another actor on that role and it's a completely different film. He embodied that character. Say what you want about other roles that he didn't get Oscar considerations for. He absolutely deserved the award. So along the lines of what we were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fifi, um, who's a, a frequent visitor on the page, said it's one of her top fi- five movies. Uh, PK said uh, 100%. Uh, Kevin P said King Kong ain't got shit on it, which we we, uh, yeah. we talked about. And uh, finally, William Alicia, um, who's a big wrestling guy, said... Twas the day I said, damn, Denzel is a sick heel, to quote a wrestling term. So, uh, yeah, that was that was it. And um, I don't think we ever saw Denzel in another role like this where he's a bad guy, villain, uh, whatever, whatever you you know you want to call it. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, yeah. What are we saying? American Gangster. Yeah. I mean, well, he's still the, pro- the pro- Oh, so he's not a bad guy in American Gangster. I mean, he's killing people and, and see, he's in the, the mob, well, but that's okay. In, in that case, if we're, if we're going off killing people... Then fucking Robert De Niro's the bad guy is a bad guy in, in Irishman. He's still the protagonist. Oh, Deadpool. So you don't think? Hold up. You don't think Robert De Niro's a bad guy? See, that's he the thing. Like five we're, million ta- people. we're talking about in the case of the movie. In the in the movie, he's not the bad guy in the movie. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is uh, Al Pacino a bad guy in Scarface? No, no. The movie's about him. He's not the bad guy in the movie. When when you say when you say bad guy, to me, I'm thinking of. If you're talking about morally, is he a bad guy? Yes, we're talking about that's the what antagon- I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the antagonist role in the movie, the person that we don't, that we're not cheering for in the movie. Even through Scarface, we're cheering no, through. We're rooting we're, for yeah, him. We're rooting Absolutely. for him. So I'm talking about from that standpoint, the person that we're rooting for. Right. Well, in that case, yeah, but it's not. I don't think it was ever. I don't think you're meant to root for him. But that's just that's how we are as a society. We're gonna root for you. I mean, I don't want to get too far into this because we're not talking about Scarface, but maybe we should do a review on it one day. But Scarface is actually, when I look at Scarface, it's an underdog story. The guy came from nothing. I mean, we're not talking about the means that he used to get there to the top, but it is an underdog story. But yeah, by that definition, you're right. Uh, He wasn't a bad guy. That was just, uh, he was, because he was the, he was the main character and it was about him, but morally, yes, he was yeah, bad. Morally, absolutely. But, but, right. Yeah. Most people are shitty. Unless it's Captain America and Superman, most people are morally shitty in, in most movies. Uh, it depends. I mean, who's, who's, who's the most morally pure person in the movie that you, that you can think of off the top of your head? Pauly Shore. Oh, that motherfucker is creepy. You know, he got motherfuckers locked in his basement. <laughs> now, um. <laughs> That's a great question, but I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of different roles we could look. Any comedy movie. True, true, true. But all right, bro, man, that's it, man. I got nothing left. That's it. Let's close this one up. All right, man. Well, go ahead and give them your social media so we can get the fuck up out of here. 
I can be reached on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T-H-E-P-1JB. And I can also be reached on Facebook, Javid Bashrula. Go ahead and hit me up. CEO Hayes is going to tell us the rest. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. More importantly, you can follow us collectively at the Film Bros Pod. And you can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, the film frequency pod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to be part of the discussion, help determine our, our topics and just be part of everything going on with our uh, discussion groups, go ahead and search the film frequency on Facebook where you can join our discussion group and take a part in the conversation. But that's it, man. Let's go ahead, close it out. We out this motherfucker. Peace. King Kong ain't got shit on us. <laughs> oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Yay! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay! <laughs>